listening to this sermon from Garden City Methodist Church. We want to invite you to worship with us each Sunday at 10.30 a.m., either in person or online. You can come to our beautiful sanctuary at 62 Varnado Avenue, Garden City, Georgia, or you can worship with us online as we stream our services at GardenCityUMC.com. We are still in the Sermon of the Mount, and uh, I just... Uh, Every week I get so challenged writing these sermons because Jesus is just pricking something in my heart. And it's no different this week. This week we're talking about worry and anxiety and what God has to say about that. And uh, man, it's, it's challenging again. So let's jump right on into it. We are in Matthew chapter 6, starting at verse 25. He says, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and let your he yet your heavenly Father <clears throat> feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your span of life? And why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin, yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not clothed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Therefore, do not worry, saying, what will we eat, or what will we drink, or what will we wear? For it is the Gentiles who strive for all these things. And indeed, your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be worries of its own. Today's trouble is enough for today. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks. I learned early on in my marriage to Sarah Beth uh, that there, there is something that, that just doesn't work. I learned early on not to tell Sarah Beth to calm down. When you tell your wife to calm down, it doesn't have the soothing effect that you might think that it has, especially not when you're fighting. In fact, it kind of sometimes has the opposite effect. Uh, don't tell me to calm down is, is the phrase that you hear in these kinds of situations. For you young folks that maybe haven't been married that long, maybe just take it from me. Don't tell your wife to calm down. <laughs> but doesn't it kind of seem like that's what Jesus is doing to us here? Don't worry about anything. All right, Jesus. Well, if I could just, like, stop worrying, that would be super great. But that's not how worry works for me most of the time. If you say, hey, Matt, don't worry about that, I'll say, okay, I'll try. But, I mean, like, it doesn't help too much to tell me not to worry. Because the fact is, I'm great at finding new things to worry about. Think about this. Jesus is talking to them about not worrying about where your next meal is going to come from or where your clothes are going to come from. Well, I've got my next meal locked up 
pretty much all the time. And I've got enough clothes in my closet to, to uh, you know, to clothe like a small village probably, especially if you talk about my whole house. And yet I find new things to worry about. I don't have to worry about food or clothing, but I ended up worrying about like all kinds of other stuff. And anxiety has become this huge cultural problem in our world. During the pandemic, studies have shown about 4 in 10 adults in the U.S. have reported symptoms of anxiety or depressive disorder. And that has gone up from 2019 reports of 1 in 10. So in the past two years, you've seen this enormous jump in, in symptoms of anxiety. And those are just the people that self-report. This doesn't even count the people that are feeling the anxiety and yet won't admit to it in a poll. And then you've got all the stuff going on in the world. My gosh, this week I've been wrecked with anxiety about the situation in Ukraine. Anytime any global superpower with the nuclear capabilities gets in any kind of skirmish, my anxiety goes through the roof. I worry about this kind of stuff. Every time one of the things that I worry about gets resolved, I move on to a new thing to worry about. Something else comes up that, that gives me worry or stress or anxiety. <coughs> now, I know that worry and anxiety aren't exactly the same thing. They're different. There's enough crossover that I think we can talk about them both here. I remember a couple of years ago, um, I had severe anxiety. I remember it was around Easter of 2020. It was when we were still in lockdown. And we were going to have to do an Easter service online only. And uh, my anxiety was terrible. So I'm trying to hear, trying to record and produce an online Easter service and trying to make it meaningful, trying to make it good, trying to make it as all right as it can be. And uh, man, I just never stopped worrying about it. And to me, this is what anxiety feels like to me. It feels like television static in my brain. Now, if you're not young enough to remember uh, uh, analog TV, uh, before we had digital TV, we had analog. If you turn it to a channel that didn't have any channel, they would have this staticky looking stuff. It looks like the front of your bulletin. And it made this noise like... And to me, I experience, I experience anxiety like there's this static in my brain. And it's like I, I can't even have my own thoughts without having to tamp down this feeling and it feels like wow and, and, and so that's how oh man I was just experiencing that for days on end and I remember I was trying to take a break from all this so I was sitting on my porch it was a nice day outside and I was reading the Lord of the Rings and I just I thought I was having a heart attack y'all my left arm went numb my chest started hurting and I thought this is it but then I realized I think this is an anxiety attack I started breathing and calming down and the pain went away but it alerted me to the fact that my anxiety was out of control. I was worrying about so much. I was worrying about the world. I was worrying about my family. 
I was worrying about my wife's health. I was worried about my church. I was worried about the service. And it was out of control. And you'll want to turn around and say to Jesus when he says, don't worry about anything. It's like, Jesus, if, if not worrying was that easy, I would already be doing it. But it's not easy. It's not something you can just turn off like that. And so now I'm here reading Jesus saying, don't worry about anything. And now it's like, not only am I worrying, now I'm feeling guilty about the fact that I'm worrying. Because Jesus said not to do it, and I don't know how to quit. So thanks a lot, Jesus. Now, now you're telling me not to worry, and now I have worry and guilt instead of just worry. But here's the thing about this section of the Sermon on the Mount. I don't think Jesus is telling us not to worry in the sense that he's instructing us of what to do. I don't think he's scolding us for worrying. Jesus is instead giving us permission not to worry. He's not saying, you better not worry. What he's saying is, you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry about your life because God has got you. You don't have to feel guilty about worrying, but you also don't have to be on the hook for making sure everything's okay all the time. And there's a big difference between those two things. He's not scolding you for your worry. He's trying to help us realize that we are so cared for by a good God that the worry just isn't necessary. And so he gives us all these reasons in the scripture not to worry. We don't have to worry because it doesn't help us. Right? We can, and actually worrying hinders us from that. Instead of sitting around worrying about what we're going to do, it keeps us from actually going out and doing it. He says, worry doesn't add a single hour to our lifespans. And he's right about that. In fact, medical science shows us that increased anxiety shortens your lifespan because it wrecks your body and it wrecks your heart and it wrecks the, the, the systems in your body. So not only are you not increasing your lifespan, you're actually making it shorter by doing all this kind of worry. We don't have to worry because worry becomes a distraction. God created us for a good world and to do good things. And when we worry, we are distracted and we're not paying attention to what God is calling us to do. And he's talking about the birds and the lilies. The birds were put on this earth to create beautiful music, to increase the beauty in the world. Flowers, lilies were, were created to increase our, our pleasure in the world by looking at these beautiful things that God created. You were created to increase the good beauty of the world. But by worrying, by stressing all the time, we, we distract ourselves from that mission. We distract ourselves from the kingdom work that God calls us to do. Jesus says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. All these things being food and clothes 
and, and provisions for your day-to-day -day needs. All the stuff that you worry about, God will take care of. They will be added unto you. If you don't get distracted, if you don't get in the weeds by worrying about all that stuff, but instead focus on the kingdom of God and his righteousness. We don't have to worry because worrying doesn't help. We don't have to worry because it's a distraction. We don't have to worry because Jesus cares for us. In the midst of worry, there's a scripture that I love. It's a short one. It's from 1 Peter 5, 7. Well, I can flip to 1 Peter. It says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Cast all your worries on him because he cares for you. Jesus can handle it. Jesus can handle the weight on the world on his shoulders. You can't. Cast your anxiety on him because he cares for you. And because we have a God that cares for us and a Savior that cares about you, we don't have to worry. He's got it. Now, the problem is, there's this huge difference between knowing intellectually that we don't have to worry and actually convincing our bodies that we don't have to worry. Right? Because when we're practiced in worrying, there's this fight or flight response that gets kicked up and it's just hard to calm down. There's a great book called The Body Keeps the Score that talks about how anxiety lives in our bodies, our physical bodies. And sometimes, no matter how much we know the right thing to do, no matter how much we know that we can trust Jesus, no matter how much we know that worrying isn't helping, we just can't stop our bodies from going into that worry, flight, or fright, fight or flight mode. So the question is, how do we get our feelings of anxiety to catch up with the truth that we know from Jesus that worrying isn't getting us anywhere. Well, the truth of the matter is sometimes we are in this state of worry and anxiety because there's a chemical imbalance in our brains. This just happens to folks sometimes. And it's nothing to be ashamed about. Sometimes, in order for our bodies to catch up with the truth that we know from Jesus, we might need help chemically through the use of medicines that God created to help people out. And there is, I'm here to tell you, there is not a single ounce of shame in that. Amen. There's, there's no problem with it. So if this is something that you are constantly experiencing, this this. You just cannot get your body to agree with your mind about the truth that you don't have to worry. Maybe that's something you have to look into. When I was dealing with my extreme anxiety a couple years ago, that's something I had to look into. My doctor helped me out with it. I don't mind telling you. And there's a stigma. Unfortunately, there's this stigma about it in the world that if you're taking any kind of medical help to catch your body up with the with the, the truth of not worrying that, that you're crazy or something. It doesn't make you crazy. It doesn't make you weak. It just means that you need help. We take body, we take medicines for all kinds of things. We take medicine for our heart, for our blood pressure. 
And the brain is an organism like that. Sometimes we just need help. And that's okay. Sometimes we need a different kind of help. Sometimes if you've been through trauma and, and you've just learned these, these, um, these ways of dealing with your stress and your worry, sometimes it takes time to unlearn unhealthy coping mechanisms. And, and you can go to therapy for that. Therapy can help you catch your body up with the truth that your mind knows that you don't have to worry. There's no shame in that either. I'm a big believer in counseling. And you know what? I'm just going to tell you. If you, want to, if you need to talk to me about, about your anxiety or your worry, I'm happy to listen. And I will help you as much as I can. But I took a grand total of two pastoral counseling classes in seminary. And if there's a big problem that you have, I'm going to refer you to a professional counselor. And there's nothing wrong with that either. I'll let you know the counselor I see. Because counseling is okay. It is not a sign of weakness. And it's not a sign of craziness. It's just a sign that anxiety might be a bit much and you need some coping strategies to deal with it. You need to learn new ways of coping. And that's okay. Because ultimately we know in our minds that Jesus has it, but we have to have ways of catching our bodies up and our subconsciouses up with the truth that our mind knows, that Jesus has got it under control. And I think the third way we can catch up is a spiritual way. You know, it's, it's almost like there's this, like a three-legged stool. You know, one, one leg gets up and the other two fall over. You've got to have your chemical balances right. You've got to learn good ways of coping with your stress. And you also have to trust Jesus. If you don't have that trust in the first place, then the other two can't get you all the way there. Maybe you need to increase your trust in Jesus today. To believe him at his word. That when he says he's got you, that he's really got you. When he says, I look after the sparrow and I care about you way more than I care about the sparrow, so I'm going to feed you too. When Jesus says, don't worry about tomorrow, for today will bring worries of its own, that we believe him, that Jesus has got our tomorrows in his hands. Maybe we do need to take this spiritual exercise up of trusting <coughs> Jesus at his word and trusting that he's going to care for us. So that we can turn our anxieties over to him because he loves us. So the good news of the gospel today is that God is so good of a father that he never forgets about us. If he gives clothes and food and provision to animals and to flowers and to the rest of the creation, he'll do it for us too. He's going to give you what you need today. He's going to sustain you no matter what comes up. And we might need some help in getting our bodies to catch up to realize the, the truth that our brain knows. But as we increase our trust in Jesus and as we get help when it's appropriate, we can be free of worry. Jesus desires your freedom from anxiety. To live into a non-anxious trust-filled life that Jesus calls us into. Most of us here 
I know there's a few people that have it. I apologize. But most of us here are out of high school, right? Remember the stuff you used to worry about in high school? Man, I worried about some dumb stuff in high school. I worried about getting the approval of people that I never saw again, and I don't care about one bit. I worried about clothes. I, I, I worried about getting clothes that I would be so embarrassed to wear right now. When I was in high school, like, really, this is dating myself to a very specific era, but when I was in high school, Jinko jeans were super popular. Just these jeans, like, were huge. And, like, I wanted a pair of Jinko jeans real bad, and I was anxious about it. I would not be caught dead in a pair of Jinko jeans right now. But I worried about it, right? I worried about whether or not girls liked me that I looked back and said, man, I dodged a bullet. <laughs> seeing how that went out, it's like, man, I, if that girl had actually liked me back, I would be in trouble right now. <laughs> but there's so much that I used to worry about that kept me up at night that I look back on now and said, man, there was no, no need to worry. Sometimes you look back and say, if I could go back to those days, knowing what I know now, I would have so much of a better time because I just wouldn't worry about all that stuff. And the thing is, one day, you and I are going to graduate to heaven. And we're going to look back on these days and we're going to say, I finally known then what I, knew, what I know now, that I did not have to worry that all of that stuff that kept me up at night is no longer relevant. I would, have, <clears throat> I would have lived so much better. This is the truth that Jesus is giving us in this passage, is that there will come a day when we'll look back on all of the stuff that we're worrying about right now, and we'll think, it just didn't matter all that much. Because Jesus had me anyway. Jesus took care of me anyway. God provided for me anyway. Jesus is trying to give us a heavenly perspective on our earthly lives that says, you don't have to worry. So being liberated from the idea that worry is a necessary part of our lives we're being called to live into that freedom using whatever help we need to get there. Jesus does not want you to live an anxious life. He wants you to experience freedom and liberation from anxiety. So trust him today. And take whatever steps you need to take. Whether it's seeing a doctor about some medication, whether it's seeing a counselor about some therapy, whether it's falling on your knees and renewing your trust in God. No matter what it is, there's no shame, there's no problem with it. Just get free of your anxiety because that's what Jesus wants for you. Let's pray. Jesus, so many of us have settled for worry settled for anxiety, who have settled for lives in which we are not at peace. And the world today does not help. 
because we're surrounded by people who just worry all the time. People make money off of our anxiety, make money off of our worries. They want to keep us worried. That God, you desire our liberation from anxiety. So God, I pray that you'll give us the courage to take whatever steps we've got to take so that our bodies catch up with the truth that our minds know is that we do not have to worry because you will provide. Give us grace today, Father. I know that our journeys out of anxiety are not going to be perfect. We're going to struggle and stumble along the way. But you'll provide for us in there too. Give us your grace today, Father. 